Okay, thank you. Great. Okay, let's begin. Baruch Hashem, we're blessed. We're blessed to begin again. That is one of the blessings of life, is we're always able to, to start new. I think one of the tzaddikim, I think it's Rav, uh, I think Rav Nachman, right? Rabbi Eisenberg, Rav Nachman says, even if, even if, even if you start uh, a thousand times in one day, yeah, Nachman, you're supposed to start a thousand times. You're supposed to start a thousand times, exactly. Depending on how many minutes or seconds, because the shot is when you start, when you start new, right, Paro, Paro is the opposite of, and, and the Yitzhahara is, is always uh, talking about old. The, the Yitzhahara is, and Avera is Malashan Avar. Is that you're always thinking about, yeah, what was yesterday? Right? Paro is Shana, Hashana is Shinun. Is, uh, the wheel is spinning and the hamster is dead. What does that mean? Meaning today is another, just another day, this moment is another moment, and what happens is it, it doesn't give us the ability to stop and to recreate the life that we want to have and to refocus our life. When, when a person is stuck in a pattern of, of whatever that pattern might be, so one of the hardest things is not whatever you're stuck in, it's not the thing, let's say, that you're doing, it's the fact that you feel you can't get out of it. It's not so much, right? If a person knew, right, if it was clear to a person that I have the problems that I have, but I'm supposed to have these problems and I'm going to get out of these problems. I'm going to change. I'm going to grow. I'm going to get over it. For example, when you're a certain age, you want to have different problems than when you're uh, older. When you're younger, you have these problems. When you're this age, you have these problems. When you get older, you'll have different problems. Right? Like I always say, life is like a whack-a-mole, right? You, you hit it over here, you get rid of this problem, another problem pops up. So it's not so much the problems that we have, it's more our attitude about the problems that we have. Yes, the problem with the problem, correct. Meaning how I view the problem. Once you decide, and that's what I've said many times, when you think the problem, correct, very good. When you think the problem is out there, when you think your roommate is the problem, that very thought is the problem. When you think your mother is the problem, that very thought is the problem. When you think the situation is the problem, that very thought is the problem. Is that different than cause of the problem? Yeah, but that makes me, that makes me have two problems. What? That makes me have two problems now. Yeah, yeah, that what? Because first of all, I have the problem. Good. And the problem is a problem. Me. What? And the problem is the problem. And the problem is me. Right. So it's, it hurts even more. Right. Correct. Correct. But once you then clarify that it's only really one problem, because really, when I realize that the problem is not my mother, the problem is not the situation, the problem is, let's say, me. I'm the problem. So then I'm able. Number one, it then becomes one problem. And number two, I'm actually dealing with the problem. What the Yetzirah wants is the Yetzirah doesn't, right? It's like the Baal Shem Tov says. It's not the Avera that, that the Yetzirah wants you to do. It's the way you feel about yourself after you did the Avera. 
So Reb Shimon is asking, Reb Eisenberg is asking, oh, so now I have two problems. I have the fact that I did the Avera and the fact that I'm feeling down. Okay, or I could say, no, the problem now is the fact that I'm feeling down. The problem now is getting clear what I have to deal with. When a person's speaking Lashon Hara, when a person sees negative in somebody, so, yeah, it might feel like he has two problems. I have the fact that, ugh, I can't believe I'm judging someone negatively. And I have my roommate or, or the person who I'm judging negatively. But when a person gets clear and he realizes what could I control and what could I change and what I can take responsibility for and what is the clarity of it, so then that already is most of the problem. Most of the problem is not what we think the problem is. When you get clarity, that's where simcha comes in. Happiness comes in, as we've spoken many times, uli yishrei lev simcha. Amalek is always suffering. Amalek always wants us to be, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, right? I'll, I'll say the ipko. Remember the ipko? Or dipko, we'll talk out ipko, I haven't said it in a while. Shua, right? You, I'm sure have this, right? Ipko, um, I once made this thing up, that it goes like this. A person can have an issue. I heard this actually from the Navaman Skareba, Zatzal, that he told me, I remember he initiated this thing. He said it used to be that people had problems. Now people have issues. What's the difference between an issue and a problem? A guy's got, oh, I got issues, I got issue, I got... You can have an issue for 20 years. You have a problem. What do you do with a problem? You solve, who said that? Chaim. You solve a problem. So if you have an issue, oh, I have an issue with my mother, I have an issue with Gemara, I have an issue with my Rebbe, I have an issue with my roommate, I have an issue, 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 issue. issue you have a problem, issue, issue stays. Now I have something before that, which we'll talk about in a second, that's the, that's the I. It goes Ipko. So first you have an issue, you turn that issue and you say, you know what, I want to make that issue into a problem. What do I do? Now I've got to solve this problem. Then when you realize the problem, right, let's talk about sports. Right, you're playing basketball and you got a problem. Why? Because the guy who's taking you is actually very, very, very good at defense. So you have a problem. So you could either shut down or you could realize that now it's a challenge for me. Now I have a challenge. So not only is this problem a problem, I now have this challenge. So you have the I, which is an issue. You turn the issue into a problem. Then the problem, hopefully you say, oh, good. Now I'm excited. This is going to make me better. Because if you always play with guys who are worse than you, you'll never get better. But if you play with a really good defender, or you, uh, competition is very good because it forces you, gives you a challenge. And the last thing is, I heard this once from in a business, um, I think I read it in a book, or maybe someone told this to me, that I, th- I forgot what hotel, maybe it's Marriott, or one of the uh, high-level hotels, that they never say there is a problem. They always say there's an opportunity. So they say, oh, on floor six, room 674, there's an opportunity. They don't say there's a problem. There's an opportunity for us to make the customer happier. So it's an opportunity. So you turn your problem from a problem to a challenge to an opportunity. And if you look at it in the sports way, you go ahead and you say, wow, it's an opportunity for me to become a better player. It's an opportunity. I have all this anxiety like we spoke yesterday. I now have an opportunity to know myself better. I, I, I have trouble waking up in the morning. You, how do I look at that? Is that an issue or it's a problem or it's a challenge or it's an opportunity for me to actually understand 
myself better. And then I put in the D, there's a D for Dipko. Oh, very good, Yisrael, I'm very impressed. Yisrael, very good. Yisrael's not as holy. Yisrael's, Yisrael, you must have heard this last year from me. Right? I don't think I said it this year yet. Dipko, I did say it this year? Shua knows if I said it this year already. Wow. Shua knows the notes. Shua Osina. He's got it written down the date. So here it goes. Denial. So I'm not sure. We could talk this out a little bit. I'm not sure if denial and issue are one and the same. Because denial stands for don't even notice I am lying. So what is that? That's like an issue. That's like borderline issue. I don't even know I'm lying. So I think I'm all good when you're not really good. You think you're... You think, right, the, the worst thing is you go out on the date and you have a great date and you're like, oh, that was awesome. I think she likes me. And then you go into your car or you don't have to go into your car anymore. You see, you look on your phone to make sure you look good and you have like a poppy seed in your tooth. You're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, right? You don't even know that you have a problem. The best thing in the world this is one of my favorite stories. I definitely, I don't think I said this story uh, this year. Um, I had this story many, many years ago um, in, in the, when I was in, uh, lived in the five towns. And I remember there was a big kiddish that we had and all these very financially wealthy people were at the kiddish. And there was this really, really financially wealthy guy there. And he was walking around. I remember greeting everybody and this and that. And I knew him, I was friendly with him. And he, pardon that I'm saying it over here, he had his, his zipper was open. So now no one wants to tell anybody that the zipper's open because it's embarrassing. But at the same time, right? The guy's zipper's open, right? So I went over and I said, get Shabbos to him. And I leaned over, gave him like half a hug, right? And I said to him, X, Y, Z. And then he looked at me, whatever, he, he took care of what he had to take care of. From then on, I could ask him for any amount of money. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, got the, I got the upper hand, you know what I mean? Actually, I actually should call him. But what's the point? The point is, the point is what? The point is your denial. You think you're all good. You think everything is all fine. Meanwhile, you don't realize you have the poppy seed. You don't realize your shirt is untucked. You don't realize that you got ketchup on your cheek. You don't realize that your, your zipper's open. So what happens is, we don't even know what we have to work on. Talk about problems. I've said this many times. The second you identify a problem, you're already 90% there. You're 90% there. Just identify the issue. Just identify, uh-oh. So once I make the issue into a problem, once I'm out of denial, many people have that problem in itself where they're not, they haven't accepted the fact that this is my problem. Just saying, you know what? I have this problem. I have a problem with, with uh, these taivas. I have a problem with my mother. I have a problem with my father. I have a problem with my you know, learning. I have a problem that I have anxiety. This is my problem. Most of the time, what? Exactly. So instead of looking at it, not maybe it's an opportunity. It is an opportunity. Morty Rita. That's the way Morty lives his life. Okay, question, comments. I want to hear from you guys. Okay, Arye. Oh, Arye is here. I don't and an issue. An issue. I see. I see things that could connect. That. Right. 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 Not, That's not, my whole. Right. Right. You could, you could say that a. Uh, right. Issue might be a little bit better. You're saying than. No. Uh, well, oh. Issue for sure is better. Issue is for right, sure. Right. Better than, than denial. Better. Right. But um, an issue is just. It, it just. Um, it's a problem that you're not working on solving. 
Right. You don't have right. It's not that you're not working. You don't believe. You, you don't, don't believe. Do you don't believe. Right. Exactly. Right. 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 Whereas denial, you're just. You don't even know. You don't even know. Right. And it could tie in together where an issue you don't even know that it's a problem. Nice. Right. it's like they're both. You're both stuck. One is at least you know you're stuck. Denial, right. you don't even know you're You don't stuck. even know you're stuck. It's, like, it's okay, even I'm worse. Stuck and I, there's what to do. Right, but, but right. So the reason I think I put them together is because part of having an issue is you're a little bit in denial. Meaning you're, you're denial, not, you you're not, no, but you might not even be clear. You might not even be clear. You might be like, that's not my problem. Here, I'll, I'll go to Chaim's quote. I'll get, go, go, good. Chaim's quote. We'll get to Chaim's quote. See, and naturally, Chaim. Chaim sent me a great quote. Chaim sent me a great quote, and this is an example of maybe an issue. Chaim sent, you want to read it? You say it, Chaim. Say the quote. It's a great quote. <laughs> Here, the quote was, one second. Here it is. We'll explain it. Chaim sent me a great quote. He said, he said that weed is not a gateway drug. Pain is. Weed is not a gateway drug. Pain is. That would be where you're a little bit in denial and an issue. Why? Because you think your problem, you think your problem is, no, this is, this is I think, Chaim, tell me if this is what you meant. You think your problem is uh, weed. You think your problem is, um, you know, uh, pornography. You think your problem is your anxiety. You think your problem is X, Y, and Z. But that's not really your problem. So that's a little bit where you might be in denial. Those are the solutions to a problem. Correct. Those are, it's a bad solution. They're bad solutions. Correct. correct, correct. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What Chaim saying. First of all, Chaim. Amazing. Amazing. Because what's the shot? Because it's true. Because it's true. Because the, 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 you can... You can uh, Expound a little bit more than I can, Chaim, because you made it up. But the point is that we, once you identify exactly what your problem is, then you deal with it. Then you can deal with it. When you think your problem is Lush and Hara, you like to talk Lush and Hara, I don't like that guy. That's not your problem. Your problem is not your roommate. It's not the problem. That, the guy is not the problem. Your, your old Rebbe or your old situation is not your problem. People could sit there in their life and say, I could swear that my problem is my father. I could swear that my problem is my mother. I could swear that my problem is X, Y, and Z. But the truth is, you could be totally in denial about that. You don't even know that you're lying. So you sit with that issue for a long time when really the problem is, I don't know, you're, um, you're afraid of being successful. You're scared to be successful. You're, you're afraid to detach yourself from the dependence of your, of your childhood. I'm just giving examples. I'm not saying, but those many times can be the problem. It's not the Gemara. You're not, it's not because of the Gemara. It's that you're insecure, that you have to be the best and you're a perfectionist. And since you're a perfectionist, you have trouble learning because you're never happy with what you're doing in your learning. Like I say many times, Shabbos. People say they struggle with Shabbos. You don't struggle with Shabbos. You couldn't, you couldn't not vape on a Tuesday. You couldn't get off your phone on a Tuesday. You struggle with anxiety. And then being off your phone and not vaping and just being able to sit, right? Uh, and, and not... Just, you struggle with being in your head. 
You're too much in your head. So Shabbos comes and you have no outlet. So you got to drink. You got to this. You got to sleep. People think sleeping is their problem. It could be sleeping is not your problem. Could be that's the way you shut off your brain. Could be it's the way you deal with your anxiety. So it's very important to clarify, clarify that. Yes. Who had? Yeah. Yeah. So if your problem is your brain, which most of the time, as I've said many times, it's harder to get out of your head than it is to get out of bed. So yes, most of the time, your problem is your brain. So you have to learn how to think. You have to learn to let your thoughts go. You have to read books about it. You have to do maybe some meditation. You have to do some yoga. You have to learn how to breathe. You have to learn how to let your thoughts. You have to learn how to calm your thoughts. You have to learn, like we said yesterday, if 80% of my thoughts are the same thoughts and 80% of those thoughts are negative thoughts, I got to learn how to get in there. I got to learn how to rewire myself. Okay, question, comment, some of the, some of the you guys had. Yes. Yeah, what, then Yaakov. About the, um, right, not looking at, let's say, your parent or roommate or whoever as a problem, um, what about, what about, um, is, is it just as unhealthy if you're looking at them as the cause of your problem? Like... It's more that they're. It's more that they are. They are. It's, it's. It's more for you. They're teaching you something about you. They're teaching you. Why am I getting so angry at them? What bothers me? When once you get clear what bothers you, then it becomes yours. Of course, if someone's hitting you and someone's beating you up, so then then you have to ask yourself. Oh yeah. So why do you keep on going back to get beaten up? It's boundaries. Then, then maybe I have boundary problems. Why don't you just move out of the room? Why are you calling your the person who's bothering you? I'm saying, once you break it down, it ultimately comes down to you. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll take that, but as a, like a side for, you know, let's say like codependence or whatever, however, you know, where it's like, from, if, if from your childhood, if, if any of your problems do stem from your childhood, and I would say that that, that, that isn't, from you, that then that literally is from. Yeah, correct. I'm talking about now. Now, now it is. Now it is. No, no, just now it is. Right. Yeah. Now it is. What am I doing with it? Yes, Yaakov. Uh, I just want to yeah. something from the Baal Shem Tov. Yes. Yeah, the Baal Shem says. Yeah, the Baal Shem Tov says very important. Very important to know. The Baal Shem Tov says that the Yitzhahara's goal is not for you to do an avera. That's not his goal. His goal is, because Ain Tzadik Bar says, There are only four people who never did an Avera. So everyone's going to do an Avera. That's not his goal. His goal is how you feel about yourself because you did an Avera. Which fits very much with everything. It's not so much what you're doing, it's how does it make me feel that I'm doing the things that I'm doing. It's not so much what I'm doing. Let's say you're so out of touch with your feelings. Okay, so good. So if you're out of touch with your feelings, so then you, well, everyone, no one feels good doing bad things. No one feels good. It's not about a feeling. No, there's a feel- no feeling, though. Okay. So you have to learn no to... No, it's numb enough to, that they don't feel anything. Right. You don't there, there, feel there's it. some you level. You don't, have to, you don't have to feel the feeling of sadness, but you know that you're not happy with yourself. When someone's doing something that they're, right? If, if somebody is, if someone's sleeping late, if someone is do uh, uh, you know smoking or drinking or 
um, on 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 you know the on his phone too much. No one feels good about that. Doesn't mean you physically feel good, but nobody in theory. Everybody wants to be someone who wakes up early, who's being responsible, who's doing good things. Nobody's nobody's happy like what like uh, Ari's father said the other day. People are good, intrinsically good, and they want to do good. Nobody Dafka wants to do bad, which we'll get into Hamas in a second. Yes. That's uh, oh. yeah. we'll turn off the mic for that one. But yeah, okay. we'll talk about that. Uh, can I open that? Yeah, yeah, please, uh, please. The, the Yetzirah's goal. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. To feel. yeah, please. Uh, I heard uh, from the story yeah. Yeah. that the quoted from Rabbi Nachman that the atonement for the sin right. is the guilt that we walk right. around carrying. Yes. That's like... Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's part of the Gehenna that you you're getting. What? You say it all the time. We're going to get up there and we're going to know that actually our hole is down here. Right, correct. Correct. We, we got it already. <coughs> but then yeah. why would they say that's the world to come? Huh? That what? Isn't Gehenna in the world to come? How could you say that Gehenna is no, now? No, so they say. So Maybe they your say, Gehenna gets less. They say that it's, yeah, right, correct. It's, you, you experience some of that, you know, after 120, you can't really do anything about, about things. So you're sort of stuck with whatever you've done. You're sort of stuck. So whatever. But they do say that Tzadik, it is something interesting. Yeah. Um, so if that's true that somebody's guilt down here... Right, so some of that interesting question. Most of the time, someone like that is not going to be doing uh, the abuse. When he does. Most of the time, okay, but if he does, he's going to feel bad about it. It's, it's good to feel bad. There's healthy guilt. There, correct. Guilt it's good to feel not. bad when you do. Correct, but it's. Well, one of the tzaddikim is, you guys might find this very interesting. One of the tzaddikim said that our generation is not going to experience as much Gehenna as the previous generation. One of the tzaddikim said that, he says, why? Because all Gehenna is not physical. It's not physical. It's all emotional. There's no physical Gehenna, because Gehenna is not, after a person dies, there's no physical. It's all emotional. And because people nowadays go through a lot of emotional and mental torment, that is in place of their Gehenna. It's very, very interesting. Because it's all not, it's all, it's all, it's it's not physical, the pain. Yeah, but it's, it's, so that's circumstance. So that the world is now more like that. Right. So, so how would it not be equal then? What do you mean equal? Meaning, here, let's let's say, let's say a thousand years ago, someone watched something on SNES, there's no phones, but like in person, you watch something on SNES. Right. And now you watch something on SNES. So obviously it's much less now. But if you're watching it consistently now, how would it not be like somewhat equal? No, no he's just saying, he's just saying the pain. Equal. He's just saying the pain that people go through. It could be the, the emotional and intellectual torment. It's not about the, it's not the torment. It's the torment. The torment that people go through now is much greater than the torment that they used to go through. And that's really what Gehenna is. Gehenna is emotional and intellectual torment. So there's yeah, I would more, say more of a cleansing. Not a, a, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. I'm saying it's a whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever you're going to call it. Whether it's a punishment. Whether it's cleansing. 
We're not talking about the, the yeah. derech Hashem aspect of it. But whatever pain a person's going to experience, since in this world we experience a lot of emotional pain and a lot of intellectual pain, that takes away from a lot of, uh, you know, what, what a person's going to have to go through. Okay, and that's parenthetical. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 He doesn't realize that he is, that is he's the problem. Correct. He's like, oh, the problem is that guy. I could swear that it's my roommate. I promise you it's this person. Correct. That's, that's the denial that a person's in when he speaks Lashnahara. Correct. When you see that. When you see outside of yourself, you think that it's the thing outside that's the problem. You think that that's the problem. You don't realize that it's your glasses. Right? Why is it when a person... Why is it when a person is happy, suddenly he, he can accept everybody else? When you're happy, you have room for everybody else. Things are, you let things slide. When, you're, when you yourself are upset, you can't handle anybody. Because it all comes from yourself, like you're saying. Yes. Yes, okay. What? Let's give, me, give an example. So give an example. Yeah. So good. So good. 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 So good. Okay. So let's talk. So, so let's talk it out. So give give an give an example, and then we'll let's let's play it all out. Somebody drinks. It's a little bit like you know violent. Somebody says something that they don't like or whatever. They start fighting them. Great. That that's a real problem. Correct. Correct. So it happened. Right to speak about that person behind you. Right. No. So let's. And, and therefore, what I'm saying, you're asking on that, that what? Meaning, like, is there less of a level of lashamara if somebody's actually causing like a real problem and go and talk about it now, or like, is it what is it? How does it compare? Like, let's say somebody's really, really an issue. Now you go and you're upset about it. You go and speak lashamara, right? What's the difference? Why am I speaking lashamara? That's yeah, the question. Well, why am I no, that's the question. Why am I speaking lashamara? Am I speaking lashamara? So if it, I need help. I need to vent. I want to help him. Depends why I'm doing it. I'm allowed to vent. If you if you have to vent, then you're well, allowed I, to. I feel like there's very thin lines when it becomes when it turns from venting to lashonara. Correct. It's really really hard. Yeah, Correct. It's really really hard to like. It is. Correct. Correct. No, but I'm saying usually the way it works is it usually repeats itself. Usually usually situations repeat themselves. Then you have to ask yourself. Why am I in that situation again? Why am I again, right? I have this all the time with roommates. So it's your roommate. So he's been doing this for six months. So why are you surprised, right? It's the old question, right? You walk by, why is the cat meowing? You know the cat's going to meow. You know your roommate is, is a self-centered person who, shut, who turns on the light and all he cares about is his side of the room. And you've been roommates with him for six months. So why are you still roommates with him? So that becomes a question on you. That would be an example. I have this talking, talking to people about their parents as well. Right? Oh, my mother bothers me every time, dot, dot, dot. My father bothers me every time, dot, dot, dot. This person bothers me every time, dot, dot, dot. So why do you keep on going there? 
You're right. Sometimes when a person has one episode that happens, okay, he has one episode. But then you want to sort of question yourself and say, why do I keep on finding myself to be in a situation where this person's bothering me? Then it starts becoming a question on you. A one, an isolated incident where someone does something to you, okay, that we can all, that we can all understand. But when it becomes something that's consistent, then you want to wonder, what part do I play? Right? Many times people have this with relationships. With relationships. Right? Like, why do I always find myself in a relationship where, you know, I end up getting hurt? Or I end up not having the boundaries, the proper boundaries. Why do I always like that girl and then it ends up, you know, that I, you know, that we can't continue dating or, or something happens or blah, blah, blah. She's toxic or she's this, right? Whatever. Why does that keep on happening? So you could say, oh, all the girls out there are dot, dot, dot. Or you could say, you could ask yourself, why am I attracting those type of girls? Why am I attracting those type of people? Why am I hanging around with people who I could speak Lush and Hara to? That's a good question to ask yourself. But yeah, 100% Ophir, you're, you're, you're 100% right. Sometimes we're in situations that we can't control. But more times we're in situations that we can control and, we, and it's on us to control them than it is on the other, the, the other person. And you'll get tremendous insight a person will get tremendous insight. I think we said this yesterday, two days ago. You'll get tremendous insight why you want to pin two people against each other. That's what we're learning now, rachilas. Why would I ever want to pin two people against each other? Or gang up. You know, you ever have this with a friend? Well, I'm not the only one who says this about you. Everyone's saying, why do you have to, why do you have to go there? Why do you have to say, well, everybody is saying this about you? Why, do you, have to, why, do you have to, why can't you just represent yourself? Why do you have to bring other people part of it? You can ask yourself. That's one of the halachas, by the way, of Lashon Hara, which I find is very interesting, is that, is that people feel very validated when, when they think a certain thing about someone and then someone else agrees with them. Why? Because when it's me and that person, it's me against him. So I don't know if I'm right or he's right. The second somebody else says, oh, that guy is, you're like, yeah, yes, it's so true. The third guy, it's very, the thir- always gets penalized. Huh? The third guy that, get, that gets involved in the fight in, in sports is, is, is always, oh yeah, that's, uh-huh. yeah, it's like that in the whole world. In sports, there's refs in, in, with families, let's say there's a custody thing, there's a court, in a crime, you go to a court, there's another police officer or somebody that, or witness or somebody that says that you did it. And it's like that with everything in life. There's always another person. Second, it's more than one person agreeing on a subject against the other person. It becomes like you know what I'm saying. So how do you stop that mindset? Like, what it stops? Everything in life is like it's proven better with more with another person. Yeah. With another person. You know that. You know that. You know that. You know that thing that they did. You know this. I don't know what. I don't know exactly what it's called. They did this. Um, they did this experiment in college once, where they had 300 people in a classroom. And they put up a problem on the board. That was a very simple problem. Let's say it's five times, I don't think this was what it was, five times five, right? Everybody knows five times five is 25. 25, right? So the guy gets up there. This just, they, did this, they did this experiment. The guy gets up there and he goes, five times five is 25. And everybody in the crowd is like, what are you talking about? No, it's not. It's 30 or it's 35. He's like, no, uh. 
after a couple minutes, he's like, okay, I, mu- I must be wrong. Okay? So he gave into it. Then they brought up two guys. Two people. And they said five times five is 25. And the whole crowd said, no, 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 no. Did they give in? No. Because they had each other. So that's, there's a strength to that and there's a weakness to that. They talk, I always give that speech, I think, about Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu was be'ever echad v'chol olam be'ever acher. Avram Avinu, to be a person, to be able to say, you know, you talk about gas lighting and, and Chaim's shot of pain. I'm in pain, I'm Noach as well. I'm in pain. No one can tell me, and this is what happens, when you grow up a certain way and you're in pain and someone says, ah, get over it. Stop being a baby. Stop being a baby. Right, that usually happens, right? What happened? You're driving, I've spoken about this many times, driving my, my son to the airport, driving Avram. Oh, I'm, I'm nervous, Tati, right? I hope I'm allowed to say that. But he says, let's say I'm nervous. So, so what's the natural thing that a parent says? Why are you, why are you nervous? Stop being nervous. What are you nervous? Even if you were like, no, don't worry, it's going to be fine. That's the same Don't worry, it's the same thing. Don't worry, you'll be fine. Don't worry. How about, how about, and I try and do this. How about, yeah, I also get nervous when I fly. That makes sense to be nervous. So what does that do? It validates, it validates what you're going through. And if a person is strong enough with his own identity and his own feelings to know, I don't care what the whole world is going to say. Well, is it normal for me to feel this way? How about this? Do you feel that way? Yes, I have this. Unfortunately, you guys should know this for many. People should know this in general, but people lose family members and they mourn. It's a big thing that, that I speak to people. And they say, oh, well, the way you're supposed to deal with it is this way. Some people talk about it. Some people don't talk about it. Some people at Shiva houses, they love talking about whatever. Some people cry. Some people this. There's no right or wrong way. Are there ways and healthier ways to deal with things? 100%. There's definitely a wrong, definitely a wrong it's not wrong. It's not about wrong. It's not about wrong. If you're reacting a certain way, that's, that's not wrong. You can, maybe, you can maybe learn about yourself. But it's very, very important when a person validates his feelings and a person is validated and he says, you know what, this hurt me. When this person does this, this hurt me. I don't need anyone, I don't need anyone to validate whether or not, right, if you bang your knee, you don't need anyone to say, and your, your knee is throbbing, you don't need anybody to say, oh, it makes sense that your knee is hurting because you banged it on the table. No, my knee is throbbing. My knee hurts me. But when it comes to emotional things, for some reason, we gaslight ourselves. We're our biggest own gaslighters, which basically means we invalidate our feelings. And then, as Chaim said, that is the gateway to all H-E-L-L, basically. That's really what you're saying. That pain, correct? Is that understanding it? That initial pain... When you don't deal with it, forever, correct, forever. And that's why, that's why the, the therapy that's very popular therapy is doing what? Is going back to your inner child. Why do I have to go back to a child? Because when you were a child and something bothered you, when you were a child and something hurt you and you were invalidated, I think that that, that was the gateway. That's probably the gateway. And then you could spend your whole life, spend your whole life sort of figuring out a way not to feel that pain, that initial pain.
Yes. Or, let's say you, you have a, like a taina on someone, like your own thing, and you like you look into yourself, and like somehow you're like talking to someone else, and it just comes up about the guy, and he just like says the same thing that you have against that guy. Right. You love that usually. Yeah. It's How great. How am I supposed to like put it back on myself? Like once like, it shows that it's real. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah. I, it, it, what, what would be an example? You got to give an example. If somebody let's say, acts, let's say some, someone just gaslights everyone. Like he just puts huh. it on everyone. Let, right. Say that, right. Okay. Like, you're like, I hate, like, I hate this guy. He right. Just, like makes it my fault. Like it's always me. You know. Right. And I, but then I look at myself. Maybe I do that myself. I don't, right. Or, right. Whatever. Yeah. Right. And then someone else comes to you, or three guys even come to you, and they're like, "This guy always does this," and you're like, "Like you don't want to speak like that," but like. Even, even if you're not saying anything back and you try to switch the conversation, it's still going to stick with you. It's like, yeah, like, I feel that way too. Right. So, like, how are you supposed to put that back on yourself? It's so, like... Well, it's not so much put it back on yourself. It's really, it's really probably to understand why does it... Bo- this is a big one, guys. If someone... Is, that, that, that's an example. Let's take a more simple example. Let's say a guy in the lunchroom doesn't clear off his plate, okay? Or he's very messy, or he takes... Whatever, he takes extra food and doesn't finish it. I don't know. I'm sure, what? All of the above, right? The question, the question you want to ask yourself is, is why, how, what, to what level is it agitating me? Meaning we're human. It is human, Chaim. It's very normal that if someone is obnoxious and someone's always putting everything on you to be like, I can't deal with this guy, there's something wrong with him. That's very normal. The question is, what, how loud does it hurt me? How much does it hurt me? Why is it, it's more trying to understand that. How, how, right, okay. I think that that's, I think once you're there, that's already 90% there. Once you realize that this is something that I have within me, because usually we find it, it'll be consistent. Usually it's consistent. When it gets harder, it's like, every, like when a lot of different things bother you. Like for me, I, I, just, like, I figure out things like every other day. I have a new thing that's like, oh, why is this bothering me? And it's like, I think it's really different. So like, I don't know like pinned down and like, for the attack. Like I just always, like I feel like there's always something good. Amazing. 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 So first of all, amazing. Amazing. I love it. I love it. I love, I, love, I love his honesty. So, so the fact that you know, is getting more personal, the fact that you know a lot of things bother you, so then you, you got to deal with that. Deal with that. When a person realizes that means that, that maybe there's, there, there's, there's traumatic things. Things are really sore. The example I always give, if, if, and it fits with your gateway thing very well, if you get a little tiny, tiny, tiny cut on your finger, okay, let's say you ignore it, and it starts getting infected, then what happens? It starts spreading. And it spreads to the point that what happens? My whole hand, because of this little tiny cut that I got, my whole hand, if someone gets near my hand and touches my hand, I'll be like, ow. Why? Because this little cut that I got a month ago or two months ago that I never dealt with gets infected 
And then any little thing, any little thing bothers me. So when a person finds within himself that every little thing is bothering him, right, not you, I'm not talking about you, Chaim, I'm just saying if a person realizes, then usually that means that there's a small cut or a lot of little small cuts that were never as the gateway. And then everything just bothers a person, that, that, that's usually what happens. Yeah, Simcha. I was, I was telling him a line that I heard. Yeah. Which is very, uh, you know, look at this and what they were saying. Uh, I heard buried emotions don't die, they just come back and haunt you. Right, it's true. Buried emotions don't die, they just come back to haunt you. A million, that's a great line, I like that. Simcha, I love it. It's a great line. Which is, which is also something that's very hard for us because, because the things that you don't deal with, things that we don't deal with, don't get dealt with. And they will stick with you when you're 50 years old, when you're 70 years old, however, however, however old you are. Oh, oh wow. What, remind me of your first name again? Yosef. Yosef. Hey, yeah. first of all, amazing. Yosef. Welcome. I to speak out. To speak out and share. I like this. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that I heard this um, from someone like the very smart person? He said that it's not that it's not like when someone tells you, oh, like let's say some trauma happens to someone, get over the trauma. It's not that the person can let go of the trauma, so the trauma doesn't let go of him. So it's just like it's a, it's it's the same. Nice. It's really the same nice. Thing. It's, like the trauma, it's not like you let go of the past. It's not like the past can't let go of you. Beautiful. Like Beautiful. Thing. I like that. It's true. Meaning you can't you can't just let go of it because it's 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 right. it's bigger than you. It's stronger. It's there. Right. We don't say that over here. We don't say get over it. We say stay in it. Stay in it. Move in. Don't move on. Beautiful. Amazing. Love it. Good. I like that. Yes, Yisrael. I like Rebbe's example of the flame. Yeah, right? Or I'll just use the example of like a broken arm. That like the broken arm, like really it's a completely disproportional reaction you're having when someone taps it. Right. And then you like freak out because your arm is broken. Right. But, and that ties in perfectly with the gaslighting because we don't hop that our arm is broken. So we're, we're criticizing ourselves like, oh my gosh, I'm such a baby. Someone like tapped me and I get all like hurt. Like if we would hop that like, wait, our arm is broken. It does make sense why. Like there'd be a lot more sympathy and understanding and reality to it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. That's your gateway. That's it. You got it. What? Right, okay, but that no, but that no, but it's, we get in your clothes. No, but, they can't see that you're okay, you broken. No, but Chaim, you're all saying that that's what we do to ourselves. That's what we do to ourselves. Your arm might be broken, and you're like, you're like, go pick up, go pick up your. I I had this recently, and I'm and I'm I'm uh, My back has been killing me, and I'm like angry at my back that it hurts me. Like that's so rude to myself. Like where's my compa- where's my where's my where's my self compassion? I have zero compassion for my back hurting. Instead of saying, okay, your back's hurting you. Maybe maybe you need to do something because your back's hurting you. No, my back I'm should saying, feel good. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I I'm spo- I'm not supposed to be feeling this way. <laughs> I think that Israel's making a very good point. I think we do that. Well, you were saying another person, but within yourself also. Oh, saying oh you're saying yourself. Right, right, right. Okay, yes, you and then we'll learn the halacha. Beautiful. Thank you.
percent of um, thoughts. No, oh, sorry. Healing. Yes. Like once you find once the problem, you identify the problem. Ninety percent of certain yes. What if the problem is that you have problems? The problem is that yeah, okay. If you identify the problems, if you can identify this is my number one problem, this is my number two problem, good, so make a list. I have a list of all my problems. If I have a list of all my problems, usually they stem from very similar things. I'm saying, what are your main, what are your main problems? What is your main thing that you might have a problem with? Once you identify that, and you're, and, and it's very, very helpful. Now you know. Yeah, now I know what I gotta focus on. Now, why, why do I say the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing? That's why I say Because most of the time, we don't have that main thing that we're working on. I have the main thing that I'm working on, and I know that this, if there were. The main thing would be so many things. Right, so you, usually it's not. Usually it's not. Usually it's not. It could be that I think that I have so many things that could be the problem. Yeah, that, that could be the problem. So I have to realize that I don't have so many problems. I mean, Yehuda, look at you guys. Yehuda Teichman. I mean, the guys are like... that we're not going to get into so much today because it's very complex. Um, and it's like this, page 163, day 62. In the event that a person knows that something was done against him, yet he does not know who did it, you cannot reveal who did it. This is a tough one. What? Yeah. What was it? It's a tough one. Say it again. I was doing a bit. Someone, some, yeah, okay. One of the waiters, the staff, the tray went missing. When I saw another waiter go take, he's like, he took it. One of those, like, I just pointed into a group of waiters. Nice. But I couldn't, I want to be able to tell him, like, you're not allowed to. Uh, I know, I know. That's Why is that right to the guy who then got took? Okay, good, good. good. Well, it's a shy Here, I'll give an example. Here's an example. I know this complex. To be continued. First of all, Yaakov, guys, you heard Yaakov Koko, who's holding in Hilfus Lash Nahara. We'll have to continue this tomorrow. I'm not just saying this to avoid the challenge of it, but it's, but it's true. Mr. Greenberg notices that his car window is smashed. Although you saw how Shmuel's ball smashed accidentally his window, you're not allowed to reveal to Mr. Greenberg. I know, I know, I know. Should, should, should you go over to Shmuel? Crazy, right? Should you go over to Shmuel and, and you go over whatever? To Shmuel, you go. So how can I say it about That's myself, Rabbi? Let's say I broke his, like, it's lost car, I can't, um, you for sure can't do nothing. Okay, guys, to be continued. Yeah. Who broke my window? I can't say it's No, because Rakhilis is your... Inciting aggression. Thank you, Thank you.